Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Strengthening My Recovery. The topic is dissociation. Using a substance to alter the feelings is the second way to dissociate from feeling pain. The most easily available substances are alcohol, sugar, nicotine, and caffeine. Many of us came to ACA with addictions to drugs or alcohol. Others came to addictions to money, food, sex, or gambling. With the help of other 12-step programs, we successfully worked on these presenting problems, but there were other seemingly more acceptable addictions that we picked up as a way to mask our pain. In our quest for emotional sobriety in ACA, our feelings have to be available to us in order to locate the underlying trauma in our lives. Even if we're participating in these more acceptable addictions, like watching hours of TV each day, a nicotine habit that interrupts everything we do, or excessive caffeine, our feelings are being masked. If we continue to alter our feelings in these or similar ways, it may be because the underlying trauma seems too scary to face. But to find true freedom for our inner child requires that our feelings to be accessible. We need to be present to work our program if we are to become our own loving parent which means rejecting the role models of our childhood. We make a commitment that the abuse stops here. We allow ourselves to be imperfect and move towards our ultimate goal of being fully awake without reservation. On this day, I will be honest about what I may be using to numb my feelings. I will reach out for help so that I may find the peace I deserve. Um, This is... uh, this is one of the great, best readings, I think, in all of... Uh, it's just, when I came in this... There were certain phrases that I, you know, just recoiled at hearing. Um, you know, when people would say gaslighting or the drama triangle. And uh, there's a laundry list workbook um, from ACA. And they often talk about the game of dissociation. And I just honestly dissociated from that. I'm not even trying to be funny. It's just something I just realized that I do um, while I was talking about this. And, you know, having had addictions in the past, um, yeah, I thought that the best that I could do is probably find addictions that are acceptable by society. You see it all the time. And people describe themselves as high-functioning, high-functioning. And then there, you, you dig deeper and you're like, oh, well, so-and-so is a workaholic and he's always in the gym. And, you know, it wasn't until I really got into ACA, not so much my, you know, my first program, that I realized that even things like excessive sports watching, fantasy football, hello, the world, word fantasy is in there. You know, and some of these things, am I doing this because this appeals to my inner child and, you know, his childlike fascination with play and games and with people, you know, or is any time I'm looking at my cell phone or looking at YouTube, am I dissociating from the matter of the hand? And what is that matter of the hand? Uh, you know, how I sign off with this, you know, pausing for God, feeling my feelings, loving myself. None of these are really possible if you're just like in this frenzied dissociation behavior. And I also think that compulsive Thinking is a way to dissociate from life. You know, in other words, if you're worrying, you're not here. You're not present. 
because, you know, if I'm worrying about, um, you know, I'm on vacation in Costa Rica, if I'm worrying about how my work, how I'm going to do when I get back from my job in the new year or what schedule, I'm not here. You know, <laughs> in some ways, I, I think feeling your feelings also means, are you, am I feeling joy? Do I like this? You know, um, you know, I remember one time somebody was like, why are you playing all the time? Why are you playing? And I almost said out loud, um, because I like this. And I was just like confused with that. And I just realized that, um, you know, and identifying with, with your feelings and, real, and you know, not and kind of realizing that feelings will will pass. And, you know, it's it's been a major impetus for this podcast for me is just to remind myself, you know, this is a very tough thing to recover from. And, you know, again, to look at some more parts of the reading, but to find true freedom for our inner child requires that our feelings to be accessible. We need to be present to work our program if we are to become a loving parent, which means rejecting the role models of our childhood. Who are the role models of our childhood? Usually it's like mom and dad. Uh, and it could be in school or it could be who your peers in at adolescence think. You know, it's just weird like how, you know, sometimes, you know, I feel like I'm more interested in what people in high school would say and, and not growing out of that. And I guess that's kind of the adult children uh, back, back background. Um, definitely, you know, and the most available substances are alcohol, sugar, nicotine, and caffeine. And, and, and you know, caffeine is one that doesn't get enough, uh, you know, play. Like, it's just uh, that game of adrenalizing can be a little, it's a slippery slope, I would say, for adult children. Wow, what a passage and uh, something I, you know, probably will will, will talk about again because the dissociation is such a common thing. Um, on to the next reading, which is Melody Beatty's uh, The Language of Letting Go. Expectations of others. It is our job to identify our needs and then determine a balanced way of getting those needs met. We ultimately expect our higher power in the universe, not one particular person, to be our source. You know, expecting one particular person to be our source is codependence. You know, our higher power in the universe and spending long times in nature is something that I continue to get from this work. It is unreasonable to expect anyone to be able or willing to meet our every request. We are responsible for asking what we want and need. It's the other person's responsibility to freely choose whether or not to respond to our request. If we try to coerce or force another to be there for us, that's controlling. There's a difference between asking and demanding. We want love that is freely given. You know, freely given means nothing manipulative. You know, there's a lot of like, well, I, if you did this, then this will happen. You know, or if you do this, so-and-so will be very happy. Uh, there's a different, uh, it is unreasonable and unhealthy to expect one person to be the source for meeting all our needs. This includes a wife, a mom. Ultimately, we will become angry and resentful, maybe even punishing toward that person for not supporting us as we expected. In other words, expecting that person to be perfect. And some of the parts of expecting someone to be perfect is to know what you are thinking without you communicating. It is reasonable to have certain and well-defined expectations of our spouse, children, and friends. 
So to me, this is more about a vision. What would I like to see in a spouse? What would I like to see with children? What would I like to see with friends? What would a healthy part would it be? Would it be someone who just coordinates all the activities for you? And then when that person does something, you secretly resent them? If a person cannot or will not be there for us, then we need to take responsibility for ourselves in that relationship. We may need to set a boundary, alter our expectations, or change the limits of the relationship to accommodate that person's unavailability. We do this for ourselves. It is reasonable to sprinkle our wants and needs around and to be realistic about how much we ask or expect of any particular person. We can trust ourselves to know what's reasonable. The issue of expectations goes back to knowing that we are responsible for identifying our needs, believing they deserve to get met, and discover an appropriate, satisfactory way to do that in our life. Today, I will strive for reasonable expectations about getting my needs met in my relationships. I guess the only word I'll add to that is, uh, you know, responsibility uh, to define a vision and to kind of go after that and to do that in a healthy manner and not in a codependent manner. And that concludes today's episode of Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kawan Saluja reminding myself to pause because that's where God is, to love myself and to feel my feelings.